I'm concerned people have lost sight of character, integrity, courage, and honor, and instead worship celebrity. I'm concerned they revere a uniform with numbers, but disrespect a uniform with a badge. I'm concerned, and we're doing something about it. These are heroic Americans who walk among us, people who put themselves at risk for the benefit of others. It's been my great blessing to have spent most of my life in the company of heroes. Welcome to this Real American Heroes vid podcast. This show is for and about real American heroes, the kind of people with whom I've spent nearly my whole life. I'm Oliver North, and yes, up until a few days ago, I had a beard. I intended to let it grow until we no longer have to shelter in place. Well, one of our previous guests on this broadcast, Dr. Martin Katz, right after we went off the air, you probably saw the episode, he picks up the, the he says, are we, are we clear? And I said, yeah, we're clear. He says, shave the beard, Colonel. I recommend you shave it off today to make it tougher for coronavirus to get me. And so I hope you're watching, Dr. Katz, because I'm clean shaven. Now, we call this series our Press on America campaign. And our mission, because Marines love having a mission, is to provide you with the facts, the straight scoop on how to persevere in tough times. In each of these vid podcasts, we're going to put on experts willing to share their advice, their wisdom and experience as encouragement to all Americans. And our guest today is a true American hero. Sheriff Rick Staley is the chief law enforcement officer of Flagler County, Florida. And he truly is a real American hero. In his 45 years in law enforcement, he's been awarded the Purple Heart Medal, a Medal of Valor, and a Distinguished Service Medal. He's currently running, by the way, for re-election. And I can say this on this broadcast. I couldn't if we were in a 501c3, but we're not. He's running for re-election as Sheriff of Flagler County, and I'm hoping he gets re-elected. I've spent time with him down there. This is a real American hero, and he and his office are on the front lines of the fight against COVID-19 virus. Sheriff, welcome to our Press on America series. Let's get started with Thank the Thank you, Colonel. Rick, give us a, a sense for this, the size of Flagler County, the size of the population, and why it's sometimes referred to as the sixth borough of New York City. Sure. So our county is about 115,000 residents. Uh, it's on the Atlantic coast, but it has a big farming community also on the west side of the county. The county is roughly uh, 540 square miles. Uh, the reason it's sometimes referred to the sixth borough is when the biggest city here, Palm Coast, was developed by ITT Development, they marketed heavily to New York and New Jersey. And so we have a lot of residents, in fact, probably the majority of our residents are from New York and New Jersey. Now, are you getting an influx from New York who are not necessarily residents of Florida now? They're just coming down there for other reasons, which you and I can speculate about. The quick answer, yes. Uh, we had a resort here that uh, marketed to uh, New York in uh, New Jersey to uh, when you're uh, change your view to self-isolate, come to our resort. And so, on, uh, you know, that, that's probably great marketing, uh, <laughs> but it didn't help to slow the spread of COVID-19. You know, I'm seeing press reports about lawsuits being launched by the ACLU and others to have prisoners released en masse all over the country. Is that happening in Florida? It is happening in Florida. It is not happening in my county. I totally disagree with that. I don't want to endanger the community 
by putting these criminals back in there that are just gonna take advantage of the community uh, because they got a get out of jail free card uh, by a judge or a public defender. And so uh, I refuse to do that. I think that's the wrong decision that's being made. Now I also have the luxury that my jail is only at 50% capacity. So if I need to, I can move and spread inmates out more than some facilities that are at capacity and over capacity. So I'm, I'm not uh, second guessing the decisions that were made, but I can tell you Salt Lake uh, uh, County in Utah right now, uh, the ACLU wants everybody uh, that's uh, been in the jail on a misdemeanor or felony or sentenced there for less than, uh, for 180 days or less, so six months, they want them released. That's crazy. Broward County, Florida, Fort Lauderdale area, which is an epicenter in Florida for COVID-19. The sheriff there, a bunch of uh, libertarian type groups just sent him letters to release a whole bunch of people and he's holding firm too. So that's what I think should be done. We're still making arrests. We're still doing traffic stops. Uh, we've educated our deputies, but I'm not going to let the criminals in my county uh, take uh, advantage of this to prey on our community. Obviously, there's all kinds of conferences being held. Some of them, just like you and I are talking right now on, on a secure video link. Are you being pulled into, I hope, some of these conversations with other authorities, federal, local, state, the, the yes. Bureau? So I've been on uh, conference calls with the uh, National Sheriff's Association, the uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security, the Florida Sheriff's Association, uh, the governor in Florida, uh, the uh, Senator Rick Scott's uh, office. And uh, so there is a lot of communication and discussion uh, going on. And uh, from the sheriffs that I've talked to, I was talking to a Louisiana sheriff last night, uh, you know, this is going on across the country to make sure that we're all maybe not doing it exactly the same way, but we're comparing notes. What are you seeing in your community uh, and vice versa? And I can tell you the Louisiana sheriff that I spoke to, uh, he and I went to the National Sheriff's Institute together. He's not releasing prisoners either. Last question is because we get a lot of email about it. Has there been any effort in Florida or Flagler County, I guess, most appropriately, to close places that sell firearms? In other words, a gun store. Because that's happening elsewhere around the country. Yeah, so I've been reading that around the country. The answer is absolutely not in Flagler County. I'll never let that happen. Uh, and if they were to pass it, I'm not going to enforce it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a uh, staunch Second Amendment uh, person, and um, in a time like this, uh, you know, you look at, uh, for example, uh, NYPD. Uh, the last numbers I got, they have like almost 2,000 of their officers quarantined uh, because they tested positive for COVID-19 or they were uh, exposed to an officer that had it. They've actually had uh, some officers die. Same thing in Detroit. So, you know, I only have out of 320 employees from law enforcement deputies, I'm, I only have about 200. The rest are in the jail or, or support. In my opinion, if any time the, the, the gun shops uh, should be open is now, because some smaller communities are going to lose their police force. Yeah. And so then who's going to protect you? 
I hope that doesn't happen in my agency or, or any agency across the country. But the problem with this virus, you know, in a hurricane, because we deal with a lot of hurricanes in Florida, right? You can see it coming, you can project its path, and you know when it's gone, so you know you can come out and clean up. Here is a silent, invisible enemy that you can't see. You don't know who has it. You don't know where it is. You don't know what it's laying on or doorknob or whatever. This is a war. I've heard President Trump say we're in a war, and we are in a war. But every person in this country is the foot soldier in that war. And we need, you know, in the military, uh, you may not always agree with the decisions, but you follow the order. Okay, same thing in law enforcement. You follow the order. So orders have been been uh, sent out by the CDC, by the president, by, you know, local governors uh, and local officials. And, you know, to do social distancing and and uh, in Florida now, we have a safer at home order from the governor, uh, which limits uh, activity for the entire state. We are all soldiers in this war, and we need to be following those orders, whether we like it or not. Rick Staley, thank you for your rock solid advice, your wisdom, your courage. And I personally, if I was able to vote in Florida, would bring all 28 of us out to vote for you. Thank you. You're in the front lines in this fight for our lives, and I'm grateful. Thank you very much, Colonel. It's been my pleasure. Reach out anytime. God bless you, brother. In our next podcast, our guest is going to be a member of the National Commission on Military, National, and Public Service, Tom Kilgannon. He'll be with us in our next broadcast. Until then, America, remember, Semper Fidelis is more than a slogan for U.S. Marines. Always faithful is a way of life. And just remember, Press on, America. Press on.